This show is brought to you by Nice Mug. Nice Mug is the only mug made entirely out of ice. For more information, go to nicemug.com and enter the coupon code SAUNA for 10% off your entire purchase. And uh, so I got a question for you. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Ben Hugus. I'm the uh, one of the founders and uh, owner of Ursa Minor Brewing. Great, great. So Ben, um, two one eight. Do you guys up here call yourselves two one eighters or? You know, I don't think it's the same way as a six one two. But uh, uh, we are proud to be from Duluth, and uh, and uh, we're happy to be here today. This is a really fun event. Yeah, right, right on. Two one eight is the area code of, of where we're sitting, and we are, uh, you know, over our shoulders here is the the beautiful lake, the largest freshwater lake in the world. I mean, the Great Gumi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had Gordon Lightfoot in, in my, my ears for the last couple of days since I've been up here. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, so wh where are you from? Where are you from, Ben? Uh, you know, uh, my family's uh, based out of Duluth at the moment. Um, we, we moved up to Duluth about four years ago or so. Um, but originally I'm from Wausau, Wisconsin, so mm -hmm. Midwesterner through and through. Mm -hmm. And how'd you pick Duluth? Uh, you know, Duluth is just kind of where the pieces fell into place. Yeah. Um, my my one of my co-founders and, and also he's a co-owner, my brother Mark um, and his wife, uh, they moved up to the area and as our plans for the brewery were kind of coalescing, it, it just sort of seemed like a really good fit. Uh, Duluth is an amazing town with uh, beautiful topography and the outdoor life is incredible. Right. I mean, just the biking trails, the kayaking, the, the running, the hiking, it, it's kind of overwhelming really mm -hmm. um, and, and it's all kind of facilitated by the, by the lake. You know, the crazy weather patterns we get, uh, snow, lake effects, snow, and, uh, you know, even right today, I mean, we got a beautiful weekend. It's yeah. awesome. We got three saunas out there, yeah. and uh, it's a pretty killer view right now. That's right. So Ben's referring to sauna days, <clears throat> Lars Mount Cottages. We're about, what, four or five miles south of Two Harbors. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, about, about that. 20-something miles north of Duluth along yep. the coast. Yep. Beautiful drive, old Highway 61. Oh, Another Bob Dylan uh, reference. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you live in town, in Duluth? I do. Yeah, we live up on the hill in Duluth. And uh, it's kind of amazing. I think a lot of people in Duluth, because it's all on a hill, there's a lot of pretty cool views of the lake, which is pretty awesome so Definitely. get to wake can, up to that sunrise can you day. wake when you wake up do you see the lake we do yeah wow. so we wake up get come sit down with breakfast and look over the lake yeah. and sometimes it's snowy it's cloudy but yeah boy those sunrises are amazing so sounds good let's talk a little bit about your brewery and the origins of it um, what got you started in it why Duluth um, and who the other uh, folks are that you reference as part of uh, Ursula Minor Brewing Sure. Uh, well, Ursa Minor Brewing's been in the works for you know, four or five years. It's hard to put a finger on it, but uh, Mark, my brother Mark, uh, and myself are the are the original two kind of behind the whole project. And um, you know, it's kind of one of those conversations of like, hey, we're both going which way in our lives. I was actually a, a, a high school teacher. Uh, my my brother was uh, in school for business, and we were both avid home brewers and. We brewed together, brewed separately, you know, fell in love with the craft and and uh, the community around it. And you know, like one day we're like, hey, why don't we do it? And you know, this idea got more and more serious. And as we got more serious, um, 
you know, we went to work. Uh, I worked on the business plan and, and putting together the financials and finding the funding because, you know, brews are expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes a long time and we're young. So uh, we, we found a, a really good core group of, of investors and, and getting uh, some foundations on board. Um, and uh, my brother Mark went to work for commercial breweries to gain experience and, and kind of above and beyond that homebrew aspect. Um, we also kind of both took steps in the continuing education, you know, like learning, going to Oregon State University to take classes and, and find really great mentors in the industry. And uh, the brewing industry is a really special, special thing. People are really open. Mm, um, you know, you can, you can call a brewery and say, hey, I, I, we're trying to make a great product. We, we, we just need help with this one little thing. And they'll say, oh, yeah, sure, come on down and, and we'll show you what we know. And, and it's, it's collaborative. I think that's why people fall in love with it. Um, but Ursa Miner started to come together. We're based out of Duluth. Uh, we've been open six months now, which we're really excited about. Um, and things have been overwhelming, really. We opened up thinking like, okay, you know, we're the eighth brewery in Duluth. What's, how busy will it be? And we, Duluth knocked our socks off. Wow. I mean, we were just like, holy cripes, what, what is going on? So um, we've already doubled our capacity mm -hmm. and uh, have started, you know, just to keep up with keeping our tap room Mm -hmm. Supplied has been mm -hmm. a challenge. Yes. Uh, we brew in a five-barrel brewing system, so so it's much much smaller. Um, and our our core values are community, uh, variety, and quality, and bringing people together because that's what craft beer does, just like us today. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers to you, Ben. The uh, uh, are you bottling and can and canning right now or no? Uh, we're not. Okay, it's one hundred percent is on premise or it's about ninety nine percent on premise. Mm -hmm. uh, we just started branching into a few. Offsite accounts. Uh, we right now, I think we're up to a half a dozen. Um, we probably won't go far beyond that for a little while. Sure. Uh, we do have plans to expand, but uh, it'll be slow and methodical. And uh, our our main focus is the tap room. So we have a wood fired pizza oven. Uh, we have a, a small selection of pizzas. We work with local vendors to to keep the other pieces together. Like Duluth Best Bread provides our big German pretzels and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. um, everything we can do locally, we do. Um, sometimes it's not the best business decision, I guess. You know, people are always looking for the bottom line and cost of goods, cost of goods and this and that. But for us, it's a value thing. It's like, well, if I invest a dollar in, in this guy's business or this gal's business, and, you know, hopefully they'll return the favor and say, hey, I'll come patronize your place. And, and what goes around comes around. And Duluth is a small town. And uh, it's a small, big town. It's a little, big town. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we just love uh, the, you know, people flock to the banner and say, hey, we want to be part of that too, which is, that's what sounding is all about. Right on. Right? It's like having a good conversation and talking. It's awesome. Well, you know, you bring up a point about collaboration and the, the brewing industry, and there's probably not, there's probably certainly a better word than industry because it, it's not the right one. There's a, the brewing community. It's like a culture. Yeah. I think it's almost a culture. Mm -hmm. um, people are, are craving community and, mm -hmm. and uh, togetherness in a, in a day and age where digital digital media has kind of taken over our lives. Right on, and it parallels sauna so, so beautifully, uh, where you have the, the spirit of uh, community and collaboration in a brewing environment through you know the rising tide of multiple brewers in a town like yep, Duluth. For you're, sure. you're number eight, did I you believe say? so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, everybody wins on, on that as, mm -hmm. as you collaborate together, work together, um, share ideas. It does parallel sauna. I it mean, does. what are we experiencing here today? Then? So, so uh, we, we we brewed in the fall uh, a sauna beer. So we brewed it with um, you know rutabagas, uh, 
and which is a traditional Scandinavian root vegetable, <laughs> and, um, and spruce tips. So it was a light pale ale that had a really earthy nature. Uh, the spruce tips really brought in a bright fruity note um, with uh, a really nice pininess in the background. Fresh spruce tips are not, don't taste just like tree. They're kind mm. of amazing actually. Mm. So um, we brewed that beer and it was a real success. And uh, you know, when the idea came around for sauna days, we were like, hey, you wanna, you wanna brew another one? And we're like, sure, spring sauna beer, here you go. So uh, my brew crew went to work on it and we we're like, okay, well, how do we make this a little different, unique? Um, and we used a, a, a spruce tip from a, from a different age. So it was a little bit more fruity. Um, we took out the rutabagas because they weren't in season. Um, we, we try to use things when they're fresh and mm -hmm. local, so rutabagas stored in a, free, in a fridge all winter long didn't right. sound awesome to us. Right. So, and, and along came spring sauna beer. So this is a spring version of our sauna beer. Mm. Very crisp. Right there. It's Very crisp. crisp. It's, it's, it's fruity. Uh, it's, it's light. You it know? has body though. Yeah, yeah. We wanted something that like, if you were going to take a sauna, what would you want to drink? Right? I mean, I want something light. I didn't want something too big and heavy. Um, and, uh, you know, keeping it uh, fun and fruity and, and piney to give you that, you know, that smell you get in a big wood-fired sauna. It's that cedary wood character. So uh, that's what we're really going for. And I, we're really happy with the way it came out. Can you tell us a little about this morning, <clears throat> the event that you uh, curated? Yeah. So um, we, we, we've been up here all weekend, which is, this is an amazing place. Lars Von Cottage is here. It's truly incredible. Uh, they got a great staff. Um, the, the ledge rock grill is amazing. Uh, and they got fire pits and beautiful condos. It's amazing. Um, and there's three saunas going on. So we've got the house sauna, which is one built. It's about what? That can't be more than 50 feet from the lake. Totally. I mean, it's just beautiful. So we, we, t we started with that one this morning. 10 a.m. We had a good group of probably, what, 10, 10 or so people. And we got nice and hot and ran down to the rocks and jumped in. Yeah. <laughs> I think the ice went out a couple, like, couple weeks ago and I can still see ice out in the distance. <laughs> what I found was interesting about the crew is uh, they weren't all uh, guests uh, that yeah. were here, you know, for sauna days. I mean, you, you were able to recruit just a couple of folks here on their own, right? Yeah. Oh, it was great. People are excited. Saunaing is one of those, I think it's a tradition that's coming back. Yeah. You know, I think it's, everyone has memories, but I, I was lucky enough to grow up with sauna and my family. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we've done it since we were little kids. Yeah. And uh, with the family and about getting really hot and either jumping in the snow or pouring a bucket of water over your head and doing whatever you're comfortable with you know so 10 a.m this morning you're in the, what we'll call the house sauna the, yes the wood-fired sauna literally by the shores of lake superior that is a permanent structure within largemont cottages sure. you're there with your crew you're all talking it up. I think in the back of your mind, you're all like anticipating the first cold plunge of the day. Yeah, we're and, all a little nervous. <laughs> well, <laughs> can you describe for listeners what that plunge experience was like? Uh, you work, you know, it's like, okay, let's go. You yeah. get off the, out of the hot room, work yeah. your way down the rocks. Go ahead, take yeah. over from there. So I, I think, you know, honestly, I woke up this morning going, what did I get myself into? I'm really going to jump in this morning. And, um, but we, we, we are all in there. We're getting hot. And uh, everyone's sweating. We're all getting to that point where everyone's about ready to go. And uh, finally, someone stands up, makes a call, like, we're ready to go. Great. Throw a, throw a bucket of steam on. Uh, stand up. Soak it in. And then we make our way down the rocks. And you just can't think about it too much. You just yeah. got to go for it. And yeah. That shock to the system just 
that's better than any coffee. Yeah, well, that's true. And I, I noticed, uh, you know, for a lot of people, when it comes to cold plunge, I mean, there's there's no hero element to it. I mean, you, no. can, you can walk your way in, yep. into the lake. That's perfectly fine. But I noticed there was a lot of, uh, a lot of the, People jumped right in. Yeah. Did you include it, Ben? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, I, for me, you know, I think everyone, that's the best part about sauna, is it, it's it's whatever you're comfortable with, yeah. right? It's Some people don't like the polar plunge. Some people just like to tiptoe in, and that's mm -hmm. totally fine. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's about doing it with a group. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were all there going, all right, we're doing it. We're doing it together. Mm -hmm. We're going to conquer mm -hmm. the great, great Kichigumi. And, and uh, we went for it. And we all jumped in, and, and you high-five after, and... Yeah. You stand around for a second and let it kind of soak in, and then we all mosey our way back up to the sauna. And we get hot again and do it one more time. Right on. So that first plunge, you dove right in. <clears throat> was it more than you expected? Was it more of a shock? Less of a shock? How would you rate that experience? You know, I I I, I think we had such a beautiful morning. It was perfectly still. Uh, we didn't have any wind, and uh, sun was out. Um, couldn't have been that cold. Maybe. 45 degrees, 50 degrees out. So we really got lucky with the with the weather. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we just kind of, I mean, it was a shock, but it, it's perfect. I mean, yeah. it balances you out. And when you say balance, so now you're out of the lake, you're standing on the shoreline, on the rocks, the rock ledge. Yeah. Explain uh, what you felt at that moment for for. Oh, it's exhilarating. Yeah. It is, I think. I mean, for me, it's just kind of this rush of, all right, we're going in and you do it and then get out really fast and then you kind of like look back and go, what did I just do? <laughs> I just jumped in the big lake right after ice went out. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So as the Lake Superior stays cold for, it's, I don't even, I don't know what the official temperature is, but uh, it's cold and uh, it'll stay cold for a few months. <laughs> and you notice there's no rush to the hot room. I mean, no. your, your body is in an equilibrium state. Yes. Your core is much like a hot radiator. Yep. And uh, you go in and you refresh yourself through that the thermogenesis of the of that exhilarating cold plunge, and as you exit the the big lake, yep, uh, you stand there and you look around and and you start to realize I'm not hot, yeah, I'm not cold, yeah. There's a euphoria of neutrality, isn't there? Oh, totally. That's a really good way of putting it, actually, for sure. I totally agree. Yeah, you kind of have this moment of I, how am I not cold right now? You're kind of like letting your body rebalance, and a couple minutes later, you're like. I think I'm ready to start the walk yeah. back, and yeah. but yeah, you don't just get out and run to the hot room. It's it's a very slow and methodical thing. So it was really fun. So is this your first sip of sauna beer uh, today? I uh, no, I had a sip before we came in here because it's, just to test just it, to, just to make sure it's all right. You know, someone's got to try it. So I'm so throw so myself under that bus, I guess. As a brewer, <laughs> and, <laughs> as a brewer and a co-owner of a brewery, yeah. right? Uh, how do you avoid drinking beer all day and all night? You know, honestly, I think people have this mis, uh, I guess, misinterpretation of, of brewers in that way. Um, I think people look at it as this romantic, you know, people sit around, you drink beer, and you make beer. And, and it really, it's, it's physically demanding work, and especially on our small scale. I've got, it's myself, my brother, and, and another co-founder, Andrew Strignoli. And uh, the three of us, we work hard, and uh, we, you don't have time. Yeah. Have time to sit around. We'd love to have a beer at the end of the day, but uh, you know, tasting beer is part of the job. But um, we, we taste beer and that's it. We move on and, and we keep working. Um, it's been a 12 hour a day, seven day a week job for the three of us for about a year. Uh, we worked, we built most of our brewery ourselves. Um, we bought the equipment, but we had to build out the space. 
uh, we didn't have a huge budget to work from. So it was a, a physically hard job. Uh, we, we really, uh, I think our wives are extremely understanding and wonderful people. And uh, my wife's here this weekend and she's wonderful. with our daughter. How old's um, your daughter? She's 18 months old. Yeah. So this she's is a little a nice, spitfire. A nice little <laughs> retreat for you guys. Oh, it's amazing. Really. We, we you know, Easter weekend and, uh, you know, just to be able to come up to a place like this and enjoy the camaraderie of, of saunaing and, uh, um, you know, we've got, you know, three, three saunas, you know, we've mm -hmm. got the, the hiki hut, um, uh, the, the, the big barrel saunas and then the house finish sauna. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, just the, the people coming together from all walks of life, you know, I think that's what makes it fun. So agreed. Uh, are you, um, have you been working with Hiki Hut? Uh, have you, have you been doing anything we have. with those guys? We have. Tell us about um, we, we came across them. They, they started their business, uh, relatively recently, same as us. And, um, uh, you know, I forget how we actually connected with them officially, but I think, oh, I ran into them somewhere and said, Hey, you want to come down to the brewery and we'll set up. We were doing a winter solstice event and, uh, they said, sure. And they came down and set up in our parking lot and, um, we, we, had our sauna beer on tap then, and, and it was a hit. So we were like, oh, when can we get you on the schedule again? And, and they've been back uh, once since, and I know we're gonna get them on the schedule again, but it's and really fun. We have a big outdoor patio, so we wanted you know, guests to be able to sit out. And at that time, the last time, we had a, a monster snow pile mm -hmm. that I built an amphitheater of chairs into. So you could get out of the sauna, if you're all hot, you need to cool down, and go sit on the top of the snow bank and just soak it in. Ugh. And just say, you know, we didn't have a pool to jump into, but that was enough. You know, just cooling off when it's negative 10 outside is fine. <laughs> was the wood fire pizza running? It was. Yeah, we kept keep that thing running at uh, 750 to 800 degrees. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much every hour we're open. So, yeah, I got to tell you, just down the coast here, four or five miles, I built a sauna for, for a great guy and uh, at his private house. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I got to tell you this crazy story where... Uh, it was a gift. It was a housewarming gift. Was a, a, from his boss. Is a wood-fired uh, pizza oven. Oh wow! Yeah. And so they were like, uh, "Hey, yeah, you know, you're going to be working out there. Uh, there should be a delivery today. Uh, see if you can help get that uh, wood-fired pizza oven set up. We'll be up for dinner." You know? <laughs> and uh, the semi shows up with a lift gate. Yeah. And uh, we're talking a commercial-grade pizza oven. Yeah. And uh, it took probably six months to get that wood fire pizza oven operable. But yeah, my point is, is that uh, there's something really magical about sauna, mm -hmm. a sauna beer, and then a really good sauna session, and then a really nice wood fire pizza after. Yeah, yeah. Can you feel it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we um, uh, we felt strongly opening our brewery. We were like, we want to have food. Yeah. And, and Mark and I were lucky enough to, to have a wood fire pizza oven in our backyard for, you know, the second half of our childhood. And uh, the, 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 community that can come around that mm -hmm. and, and and a lot of times when people have wood fired ovens at home it's a party you know you, you say okay we got all this dough and yeah. everyone's gonna throw their own pizza and then you're gonna make something and we're gonna throw in the oven and you're gonna come out and we're gonna have a beer and it's gonna be fun um so we really wanted to bring that into our tap room and uh you know we've got a really talented staff that can whip those things out in two minutes yeah, um, it's cook. a great thing from a food production. Start. Oh, you can bang them out. Yep, your stove can idle, much like a sauna stove. Absolutely. And, yeah, and and you can bang. You get a rush, and yeah, two minutes, two minutes. Two and minutes. there's something about wood burning. Yeah. You know, that's just uh, you know, I, someone mentioned this to me recently um, when we had our we had our fire pits going outside, and uh, a customer came up and said, you know, there's something about a campfire. It brings people together. You know, like you see a campfire, you're automatically attracted to it. 
I think that's what you know people feel about sauna with a wood burning. It's getting warm. You're just attracted to it. And some primal connection yeah, to our ancestry, huh? For sure. And that's where our wood-fired oven, we keep fully visible to our tap room. And, uh, you know, you, so you walk in the door and you're going to look in the corner, you're going to see a big fire blazing, you know, all the time you're there. So it's kind of this homey feel that just kind of puts you at ease. Yeah. And, and I, I think that we get the same thing when you, you know, walk into a pre-room or whatever for a, a sauna and you see those, those flames going on the side and I'm at home. This is okay. I can do this. So, so we're getting a great flavor, you know, from Ben here, uh, Ursa Minor Brewing. Uh, what life is like in Duluth? What life is like as a brewer, uh, a commercial brewer, uh, a, a sauna aficionado, much like many of the listeners, including myself. Um, we love pizza. We love wood-fired pizza. We love sauna. <laughs> I feel like I've known Ben. I feel like I've known you half my life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, I don't have a sauna myself at, at our house, actually. I wish we did. It's in the works. I'm, I'm working on it. I might be calling you and saying, how do I build yeah, this? Yeah. Um, but my neighbor, one of my, uh, Andrew, I mentioned earlier, one of our co-founders, he is actually my neighbor. He's about two blocks away. He spent, uh, is that a year and a half ago, I guess? He, he built his own sauna in his garage. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, I have a really hard day. Yeah. say, Andrew, can I come over and take his sauna? <laughs> is <laughs> like, it wood fired in his garage? His is not. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, because it's attached to his house. Right. You know, I think mm-hmm. with all the code and issues like that, he had to make it electric. But yep. uh, he has it really well insulated, so he can get his up to about 180, mm-hmm. uh, you know, about. What's your favorite time for the hot room? You know, I, I guess I don't, I think there's a, uh, it depends on what I want to do. I think if I want to do a long, slow soak, I like it, you know, maybe 160 to 180. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do enjoy a really hot one too. Yeah. In the winter, especially, like get it about 200 and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keep it fast and short and sweet. And right on. Get hot yeah. and get cold. So, sounds good. So I got a couple of rapid fire questions for you, Ben. I, okay. I asked all guests to sauna talk. Um, we're enjoying a mobile sauna here from the Hiki Hut and mm-hmm. then, you know, the barrel saunas. If you could have a mobile sauna and bring it anywhere, anywhere in the world, uh, does a spot pop into your mind where you'd like to sauna? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I, uh, boy, on the on on Lake Superior for sure. I honestly, where they, these guys have one permanently is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I change that spot. That, that's pretty nice. You're about fifty feet, you know, from the big lake, so like you, that's the best place to cool off is is Lake Superior. I no mean, with, hands down, you know, it can't get better. Can I dive into that one? Sure. Um, you know, we have a cabin on Lake Vermilion, and, you know, I'd like to say that that is probably one of the primo uh, sauna lakes in North America, but I've jumped into Lake Superior countless times between sauna rounds, and I can't put my finger on what it is, but I can't find a better sauna lake in North America. Yeah, I, I can't either. It's hard to describe. It's, uh, um, I think it's, it's always cold, even in, even in August. You know, it's like you're in midsummer and you're trying to get like looking for a cold, cold body of water, Lake Superior will never let you down, uh, which is awesome for sauna. Um, and I think it's just the expanse. You know, it's just so huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it's it's a uh, it's our freshwater ocean. The clarity, yeah. as well. I mean, there's something really cool, especially in the North Shore, where you find the magical spot on a cliff in, yeah. the, in the rocks, and you look down, and it's an optical illusion. I mean, you think that the uh, you know oh I, you know I better be careful here. I'm going to hit hit ground because it looks like you're only in two feet of water, and then 
you know, you work your way in there and you realize it's six feet deep. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. remarkable. It is, yeah. And I think there's a, a part of that with, uh, um, uh, you, you can't, like Lake Superior is not one of those lakes that you, very few places can you just run in. You know, you've got to be very strategic. Mm -hmm. You've got to like, okay, like the ledge rock here, you know, they've got a really nice place where you kind of walk down and, and you can jump in very nicely and get out. And, you know, you, there's very few really you know, sandy beaches on the lake right other on. than Park Point right in Duluth um, to be able to like run in without thinking about it. So. Yeah. Well, sauna up here in, in 218 land in yeah. Duluth and, and that is, uh, is certainly more common. Maybe it's like curling. You know, when you think about curling, 90% of the United States people have, they may have heard of it, but they have even, not even a clue of what it is. Mm -hmm. I think that maybe is a parallel in some respects to sauna where, you know, curling up here, everyone at least knows what it is, if not have done that. And I would have to say sauna is much like that. It's very much in the DNA of, of, of the culture up here. So for those not familiar with sauna, like yeah. you and I, what, what do you think is most misunderstood about sauna for, for these other 90 some odd percent of the people in the United States that don't know about it? Sure. I think, I think it gets compared with, um, with hot tubbing a little. Uh, maybe I'm wrong in that. Um, but hot tubs, are what people keep it about 101 degrees, and they hear the temperature of a sauna being 180, they go, why would you bake yourself in an oven? That seems silly. Um, but it's a dry heat, and it, it's not intolerable, and I think there's a, um, I guess a, to be misunderstood, maybe, yeah, I think it's a, something you got to try. Um, it's not, you know, I guess not everyone loves sauna, but I think Everyone I know does. <laughs> yeah, <some of> <laughs> um, yeah I, I think there's a, a time and a place, and I guess it's hard, it's hard to explain fully. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of misunderstanding about sauna, and, and I think once one experiences it, then it's sort of like, oh, I always thought it was this. But yeah. well, I think what we're enjoying up here in sauna days, Larsmont Cottages, is you know a nod more toward the authentic, to what we know to be true about mm -hmm. sauna with the, the proper heat ups, the cool downs, the chilling out, a sauna beer, yeah. the camaraderie. It, it takes it a little bit to a different level that is perhaps not known yeah. for most people. Yeah, I think, I think that's important with sauna is, you know, there, you know people can sauna by yourself and, and that's absolutely fine. And, and you know, it's, it's relaxing and, and it really puts your mind at ease um, but, but the fun part for me is, yeah, the camaraderie and being able to sit down and, and, you know, BS a conversation and hang out and have a good time and then go do something crazy, like jump in Lake Superior right yeah. after we can see ice on the lake yeah. and then, uh, sit down and chill out and right have on. a beer and yeah. relax. And it's, you feel so relaxed after, like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm just kind of, how many rounds have you gotten in today? Or? I've, I've done uh, two jumps in the lake. Yeah. And I think we're going to do one more hopefully yeah, right. after this. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. i got two more for you. Okay. A couple more. I ask, uh, I'll guess. Um, if you could have a sauna session with anybody, dead or alive, past or present, um, known, less known, is uh, what person comes to mind that you'd like to sit on the sauna bench and have a sauna session with? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, you know, I'd say uh, my, my grandfather, actually. Um, uh, growing up, he was called the sauna king. Uh, he actually was uh, anointed with a birch crown um, uh, as a, when I was a child. So, and he's, a, he's passed away now, but I'd love to go back and, and take a, a sauna with him. Beautiful job. Yeah. 
as you think about uh, a day, you mentioned you work 12 hours a day, you're a busy guy, you got a, a neighbor slash buddy with yep. a sauna. So say you wake up and it's a Tuesday and you just have it in your head that this is going to be a sauna day. Mm -hmm. uh, as you think about that day, you know, the whole range of your day, when you wake up, you're working and uh, head off, you know, work, head over to your buddies for sauna, the, you know, round one, round two, cool down, da, da, da. Uh, as the complete sauna session, is there a moment, is there a pinnacle moment, like your favorite part of a sauna session? Ooh. You know, I think of right after your first plunge. That's my favorite. Yeah, like you heat up, it's all this anticipation. You're getting ready to either jump in the lake or jump in the snow or do it. And then you do it. And then you have that moment of shock where you have like a couple minute window where your internal body heat is kind of balancing and that moment right there. I think that's what I look forward to. Well, I say we go experience that. I think we should. Uh, thanks, Ben. Ursa Thank Brewery. You. Ursa Minor. Uh, tell listeners where, where people can find you and the brewery. Sure. Uh, Ursa Minor is located in the, in the Lincoln Park Craft District of Duluth. Uh, uh, we're right down uh, uh, near the, I guess we're right on Superior Street. Uh, we're open six days a week, every day but Monday. Uh, which will be changing seven days a week starting in June. And uh, we'd love to see you and meet you. Love you. Come hungry for a pizza? Absolutely. Yeah, what's your favorite pizza at the... At the what would you recommend for Ooh. someone coming to Ursa Minor if you're for the coming, first time? If you're coming to Ursa Minor for the first time, uh, we've got a really awesome a Wise Wiker pizza. It's uh, all local meat uh, from a local pork farm out of Cloquet, which is 15 minutes out of town. Um, it's, it's big, it's meaty, it's, it's huge, good gorgonzola cheese. And I would say ask your ask your tap tender or bartender what, what they would recommend. What and get a flight. Try them all. Sounds great. Ben, thanks for joining Sauna Talk. Thank you, Glenn.